So today. Yeah, what are we, what are we doing here today? <laughs> What's this all about? Well, if you watch this week's 12-minute talk, it was about, it was like strictly a test between the Valkyrie and the Ark. The full podcast here, we're going to like go all in. Like, we're going to decide who the top dog is. But I'd have to say it depends. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to start out with that. Uh, because it, it legitimately just depends. There's so many things to talk about. I probably should have made it out loud, but whatever. I'll try to get it to all of them. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is going to be mostly opinion-driven based off of real-world data. But it's still, like, there's still, like, there's a smidge of opinion there. Even though, like, I have, I've collected tons of data on both these cartridges. Extensive data on both these cartridges. And I also have like a hot take on Valkyrie. I can't wait to put that out there. Well, I think before you get started, maybe uh, when did you get your first 224 Valkyrie? Uh, Before the even ammo even came out. Which one was that? What was your, what was your... I had a... When Federal... Wasn't it Federal? Yeah. When Federal first started talking about it, like it was a lot of hype. I went ahead and ordered a... It was actually a one and eight twist AR barrel, a twenty inch. Uh, contacted. I used to work with a company a lot back then. Don't anymore, so I'm not even gonna say their name. <laughs> a barrel company. When I didn't contact them, I'm like, "Do you have the reamers yet? Can you get them?" They're like, "I can have them pretty quick." I want a one and eight twist. I think I think it's an eighteen or twenty inch barrel. Uh, I don't remember the gas system because I was like, as soon as I can get ammo for this, I want to start playing. Because same thing with the same thing I did with the arc, like. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great for varmint hunting AR-15s. You know, you got your 223 and your, the $22 there was kind of like, a, a, you know, a step in the right direction as far as AR-15 platforms a little bit more ass than the 223. And the the Valkyrie, to me, the Valkyrie, like it, it was like that next step in the right direction. Now, I didn't think, me personally, I didn't think it was going to, do what they were thinking because like nobody really seemed like nobody really knew what the fuck to do with it as far as barrel twist mostly. But you know, being some of varmint hunter first, uh, I'm like, this is going to be amazing for a varmint hunting cartridge. And that, that thing was fucking amazing. Uh, the one and eight twist. Cause like I could shoot just about any projectile through it and it shot fantastic because I was like realistic with my expectations Meaning I didn't shoot nothing over 75 grain. And I usually ran anywhere from 55 to 60s. And I was getting like excellent performance out of it. Like it was outperforming the uh, 223. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, well, yeah, I had the barrel. I had the barrel before ammo was even available. And by the time I got the rifle put together, I think I just sat on it for like one or two more months. And then we finally got some ammo in so I could get some brass. I mean... Right off the bat, I was like, oh, this factory federal is garbage. Uh, no, thanks. But I was able to like get some, get some data and like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be exactly what I thought it was going to be like a highly efficient, great little cartridge. But it also like, it learned me and showed me like, oh, the real handiness of this cartridge is I can run faster, more efficient burning powders, thus run a shorter barrel. But anyways, and 
kind of the same thing with the six arc as soon as it uh i was, I was slightly more hesitant about the six arc uh as soon as like horny started talking about it, i went in and ordered actually bolt gun barrels uh well again one and eight twists you know uh they these were ruger replacement barrels and when they got 18 inch because the cartridge was like supposed to be developed for 18 inch but i thought uh, you know backing up once again like with the all this the stuff i went through with the valkyrie like i started out with that one barrel i owned a few of the ar-15 platforms that came out uh i built one or two boat guns i bought a factory boat gun you know i've had several sold off a few i still have quite a few because i i do i i really like the valkyrie and i also when i get time i'm going to circle back around to it for another special project we'll get to it later on this it is a great cartridge it, it was not it didn't it was not shown any justice because everyone fucked it up so bad i will say i think horny kind of Horny kind of hit the sweet spot on it with their ammo. Like, we have a 60 grainer for farmer hunting, 75 grain Voltala point, and then we have 88 grain ELD match. Uh, and then Horny, it seems like Horny kind of waited till like some of these people started figuring out the barrel bullshit. Now, since then, like, it's kind of the Valkyrie's kind of died off within the AR 15s. Like, it's hard to even find anybody that offers them anymore. I was going to say, it seems like you have to go pick out and find a barrel yourself. Yeah, it's. In reality, the situation is with how bad everyone fucked up the Valkyrie. I would want to do that. Yeah, I'd want to build my own platform. Almost, almost the same thing with the Arc, which it kind of seems like by now a lot of people have figured out like the gas systems and everything else on the Arc. But there's still like certain things. Go back and listen to those podcasts. We cover all that shit. Yeah, was pretty the, good. the the uh, was it Wilson putting a mid length? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a mid length. I don't remember now. Yeah, I have something to talk. Maybe we save <laughs> that little. I have uh, I have more information on that. Maybe we save that. That's a twelve minute talk. We're not talking about. It. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I'm even looking right now. I mean, RSR, which uh, for those who don't know, one of the biggest uh, distributors for gun stores. There's not even a, they don't even have a listing for a gun. Uh, Lipsy's being another big distributor. Uh, there's a CZ, the the. the Yes, the CZ. Alpha, the Mossberg MVP Predator, and the Savage. Wait, are those even available? No, not out of stock and allocated. I was gonna so. say uh, the CZ. It's interesting that CZ, their newest bolt gun, they went ahead and chose to chamber in the Valkyrie, which is really cool. Like that's a really neat rifle. I, w- I want to get one bad, but anyways, they have a twist rate. I'm not seeing. It's a 24 inch barrel. Ugh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> which. The people that are still shooting the Valkyrie are most for the long range. Now, you know, I got into this on 12-minute talk, but we've talked about it in the past. Like, the Valkyrie is still alive because of varmint hunters, I guarantee you. Because the people in long-range games that are still shooting the Valkyrie is mostly running, like, 24-inch barrels. And, like, it's a very small group of people that, like, want minimal to no absolute zero recoil and want to be able to shoot, like, really fucking inexpensive and have a, you know, a... Edge over the competition being two two three, like because you can load load longer, higher BC projectiles in it, and in those long barrel configurations, like they're getting amazing velocities out of it. And I say all this because if the twenty two arc becomes a thing, that'll for sure kill any Valkyrie notions. Yeah, because 
there's already a guy playing with it uh eagle eagle eye shooting or whatever his name is i can't remember he's already like went went through and like um developed the cartridge he made a few micro changes to the reamer design and all that kind of, he's already went through all that work and he's getting fantastic results out of that bastard and it would be it would be easy for Hornady to go ahead and make that a thing which who knows you know I thought they would already. I thought Horty would already adopted the Twenty Two Creed, even though they they made brass for it and everything. But they haven't. They haven't submitted it to Semi Spectre or anything. So who knows? They may never do anything with Twenty Two Arc. But I, I figure Twenty Two Arc is probably going to get pretty popular. Yeah. Because, like, based off of what you know, our twelve minute talk, what I told you about the data being the BC and the velocity, what changes that situation? is the larger case capacity of the arc cartridge then you can fucking outrun the six millimeter arc on velocity and you're going to be higher bc well then it becomes a different ball game you're either uh in that one video i think he's actually outperforming the six arc uh so and it, you know on velocity and ballistically speaking you're you're never gonna Unless you outran it like by a significant amount, you're never going to outperform it on like terminal energy and all that bullshit. I mean, we'll get into all that later on. But that took a whole left turn uh, going back to the six arc. Uh, yeah, we've covered this in other podcasts when I got my first one, like the the steps, the process, the procedures. I mean, I'm still building to this day the, the arcs. And obviously, I'm still building Valkyries because I love that little cartridge. But... I think you know it's not it's not as easy as some of these fucking YouTube people make it out to be like it, it's this is a clear winner and for this reason well it's not that simple because it's there is no in my eyes there is no clear winner and I'll hopefully I kind of explain like some thought pr- process procedures you should go through like you're gonna choose one now do I think both of these are great cartridges absolutely. Do both of them have like specific jobs? Absolutely. Am I going to tell you like, you know, it's it's one or the other hands down? No, but uh, for certain things I will say. I want a do it all rifle, meaning coyotes, pigs, whitetail, six arc. Will the Valkyrie do it? Absolutely. Which one would be better? The six arc. I want a. Uh, predator hunting rifle coyote size game and down and i i load my own bullets and you know all that stuff it, it, again it, it all depends i want a uh, higher barrel life i want a lower recoil like i want to load this bitch as cheap as possible valkyrie that's your clear winner uh you know i want to long range plink with ar-15 for as cheap as possible Valkyrie's clear winner. You know, it all depends. It all depends on the scenario. And uh we're gonna we're gonna try and cover like we've already covered quite a bit already, but we're gonna try and cover like all the different scenarios and my my thoughts and my clear winners in each categories and everything else. I think that's probably be about the best way to handle this is like category clear winner and why. Don't you think? Sound good enough? Okay. So I mean, obviously let's start out with my favorite thing, which is predator hunting. Clear winner, the Valkyrie. Now, here's my reason why. 
factory available ammo. Right now, as of the filming of this podcast, the only ammo available for the 6mm ARC is 103 ELDX, 108 grain ELDM, the 106 Horny Tap, Am I forgetting? Oh, 105 grain bolt to hollow point. Now, you can absolutely predator hunt with this stuff. There's plenty of people do. But for the Valkyrie, there's any, anywhere from 60 grainers and up. And there's still, Federal's still making ammo for it. Horny's still making ammo for it. We still make ammo for it. We're actually making some right now. And we're coming out with a new offering very, very soon. Uh, But like, we're a big factory. Like, Federal still supports it. Horny still supports it. There may be more I just, you know, unaware of. But and they absolutely have great varmint offerings, being the 60 grainers. Like, Federal does 60 grain nozzers, I think. If I got, yes. And then Horny does 60 grain VMAX. Those are fantastic. And in fact, most of the people shooting the Valkyrie, and there's a lot of varmint hunters that run Valkyrie. I promise you, there's a shit ton because I follow all the groups, stay in contact with all those people quite regularly. There's a lot of people running the Valkyrie for varmint hunting, especially like with a thermal setup because they want a compact lightweight platform and something that's got a little bit more ass behind it than two to three and 22 nozzler maybe we'll do a video one day like 22 nozzler versus valkyrie because that can get kind of interesting but anyways i'm still gonna like factory available ammo the valkyrie's still the clear winner in my mind as as i've changed to a varmint hunting round like predator coyotes and down so now what could potentially change that is if you hand load because then it's like anybody's like whatever you want to do uh if you're going to build your own rifle like source your own barrel and like get your own twist rate and stuff like that like and you load your own ammo you can get brass for either one like right now i could still get valkyrie brass haven't had any arc brass a long time like these are all things you need to consider when you're trying to decide like which one's the best you know and for the people who are saying, like, the Valkyrie doesn't do anything, the 223 does, or, you know, whatever, I'm just like, yeah, you don't really know what you're talking about. You need to do a little bit more research because it absolutely, both of them, and, you know, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. People are like, why load a 58 grain VMAX in a 6 arc? Why load a 65 grain VMAX in a 6 arc? Or, or why load a 60 grain or in a Valkyrie? It's like, <laughs> you do know that you can get more velocity, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, and when in the varmint game, it's it's you don't necessarily care. You shouldn't, you shouldn't necessarily care about BC unless, again, going back to several other podcasts, unless we want that crossover rig, like something that's even flatter shooting at longer ranges. Like most varmint hunting is going to be conducted relatively close ranges. I'm going to call it 300 yards and in. The flatter shooting you can get that bitch to 300 yards the less thought process you have to put into it, like, yeah, less you have to worry about wind and everything else. So BC kind of does matter, but velocity matters more. And that's just my opinion. Because when it's the fastest, the 300, <laughs> the faster you can go, the better. Like, it doesn't matter how, if you're just slugging out a super long high BC projectile at, like, subsonic velocities, it doesn't make a shit how high BC it is. It's still subsonic, slow as shit. It's going to, the trajectory is not flat at all. But if you have a super low BC, high velocity, it's going to be flat shooting to that range. Like, again, 300 yards in the end. So, like I said, I'm still, I'm still reaching for that Valkyrie in that scenario. 
based off of factory ammo. But when we start hand loading, uh, it kind of becomes anybody's ball game. Uh, it kind of just at that point you need to. I, I'm a big fan of lists. Start making a list of like priorities to you. Start making a list of like what components you've been able to find. Because right now, I promise you, you can't find any six arc brass. Now you can resize six five griddle brass. You can buy factory six arc, keep the brass. But I, I've still been able to get Valkyrie brass and two two four point two two four. The .224 projectiles are still cheaper than 6mm projectiles. They're probably always going to be cheaper than 6mm projectiles. When when you're doing something like prey dog shooting, like those small varmints where it's going to be super high round counts, cutting down on the amount of powder in the cartridge, the projectile price point, the barrel life, all that stuff starts coming to play. Like, you don't believe me? Talk to some of these serious prey dog shooters. Like... We're talking about like these guys, some of these guys are like going out in one sitting and cooking barrels, like multiple barrels. That's why they like these small efficient cartridges because they're loading for it. They're, they want a barrel that's going to last for a long time, like a very high round count and stuff like that. So, so far what I've seen is the Valkyrie either being the same on barrel life or slightly having an edge of the six millimeter remains to be seen on my end because i have i've explained this before i have so many rifles i have yet to burn out a valkyrie or a six arc now and maybe that needs to be a thing where i just like maybe the twins you know maybe the twins need to be like the let's just load up like four thousand rounds for each rifle and just go to go to town like over the course of a weekend uh, and see which one like actually starts to grade first. Like I'd I'd probably want to take the suppressors off, put something a little bit cheaper on, but that's just me. Right. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I'm I'm still gonna me personally, I'm still gonna reach for the Valkyrie over the arc in that that varmint scenario because I just like uh the performance out of certain point two two four projectiles i like the velocity range the valkyrie is capable of and everything else you know and the the cost becomes a thing for me because i do shoot a lot uh not as much as you used to thanks brandon but i still shoot quite a bit and like every little bit does matter and you know right now like i'm still uh like every time i go and do some arc testing like velocity testing on new powders or whatever the case may be I lose like anywhere from 10 to sometimes it might be a hundred pieces of brass. Cause like some of this testing, like I go, I go pretty hard and all that stuff. So that hurts because there is no art brass to be found right now. Now, you know, I have plenty of grain of brass, but I don't, I don't want to do that because you know, from our standpoint, we're ammo manufacturing that won't do us any good. Like I'm not going to sell you any resized grain of brass. That's too much of a liability, but anyways, whereas Valkyrie, I can still get all the components really easy. You know, uh, but anyways, so as it pertains to like predator hunting only, uh, all things considered factory ammo, hand loading, like all the different scenarios that can be like predator hunting down to varmint hunting. I'm still, I'm, I'm giving the win to the Valkyrie like right now, as of this moment. Now you might be thinking like, but you shoot us art more than anything. Well, that's just what I show y'all i shoot the most like i still shoot a valkyrie much and i've done a lot with a valkyrie uh bolt guns and semi-autos but 
I would have to say like the the one the one category you're probably gonna lose out on on the Valkyrie as far as factory available stuff is firearms like we just talked about. You don't doesn't seem like you you know he just looked uh, not very many people making Valkyrie anymore, but you know it just it it was it never got its day. You know, it wasn't done any justice. A lot of these manufacturers messed it all up. And the sad part, the sad part and the good part, I feel like they probably learned a lot off of the Valkyrie that prepared them pretty good for the arc. Like this, these larger diameter cases and, you know, all that kind of bullshit, uh, which allowed them to do the arc better. Plus, Horny come out with the arc, and Horny always does a lot better homework before they release a cartridge. But that's neither here nor there. But, I would have to say like a check goes against the Valkyrie on factory available firearms. 100%. I mean, you can obviously like companies like type a and, uh, Sergeant of arms DNA. Uh, there's several of these custom AR manufacturers that can build you a Valkyrie per your specifications. And I'm sure they're going to have some of their, they're going to have good recommendations because they've probably built some, they probably know what doesn't work and what does work. But I could say, Myself, if you're handy at all and you know how to put together an AR-15, or if you even you know know how to put together a bolt gun, uh, there's several bolt guns components out there that you can put one together yourself, or you can reach out to companies like uh, Boat Rifles Inc. or you know that's Steve Crowder's company. Uh, God, there's so many of them nowadays. Uh, Joey Hoffman over at Angelo, he's built some Valkyries that are great shooting rifles. There's there's tons of routes you can go with the custom route, uh, bolt guns as well as ARs. You don't see you don't see a whole lot of barrels available for ARs anymore, but there are companies you can call and order them. And you know, if you're looking, if if we had enough people reach out to us for like some AR barrels, we'd do a run. Like I have some companies we can work with. We can get a run done of them if you guys like. Like if 10 of you, uh, you know, ask for it in the comments, I'll get a run done and we'll put it up on the website. Just let us know. But anyways, it can be done, but that's like a huge check mark against it is that it's factory available firearms. Because right now, arcs are kind of everywhere. Uh, Smith, is it Smith and Wesson or Springfield? Uh, on the arc? Yes. Yeah, Smith and Wesson. Are you sure? Yeah, they have the volunteer. That's what it is. That's like a very inexpensive six arc that, uh, I will say this. I pulled the trigger immediately. I, the trigger wasn't up to my expectations. It shoots to fantastic. Uh, the, their 16 inch version. I haven't bought the, they have a 16, they have a 20, which is kind of weird. <laughs> they hit all around what it was designed to be as an 18 inch barrel, but like factory lower cost ARs available. Boom. Right there. Ralph bat, uh, Smith Mason. It, you know, it has pretty good furniture and everything else. Uh, and then you have like all the way up to guys. He's doing one, uh, sons of Liberty is doing one. CMMG is doing one. Uh, obviously, uh, type a will do them. Uh, I know I'm missing several here. Like there's, there's a bunch of people doing six arc rightfully. So it's a great little platform and it's, it's like that it's what the Valkyrie wanted to be. Let's be completely honest here, you know? And I don't see if Hornady would ever like Hornady's really good at coming out with new calibers. 
Like they do it right with the chamber design and the cartridge design, everything else. And yeah, everybody's going to have hiccups in the beginning. Cause like when it starts, it's one thing if 4D puts together a cartridge and they do the, their own R and D chamber designs and everything else. But I guarantee you what people don't know, a lot of you nerds out there who are like to argue about shit in the comments, what y'all don't know is the minute it gets out into the public is a lot of these, uh, custom AR manufacturers or home builders will get in there and they'll, they'll fuck with shit. And then they'll get on the internet and this six arcades worth shit. And you know, sometimes the, there may be issues with ammo, like, because Horny could do their due diligence. Like here's the semi spec ammo. Here's the semi spec chamber dimensions. How that gets done in the real world changes often. So it seemed like Horny kind of went to that at the very beginning when the art came out, but now it kind of seems like it's getting kind of smoothed out. And most, I haven't seen a, a factory AR-15 yet that I hated. Now, again, I don't have them all just yet, all the factory available ones, because, like, I already have a shit ton of six arcs, but I promise you I am going to get all of them. Uh because it's just it's it's an easy investment for me because we test our ammo through so many factory rifles. But anyways, the coolest thing I think about six arc is there's a lot of bolt guns starting to adopt it already. You already got Savage on board with all their lines. Like you can get an Axis, you can get their one ten. I have their one ten. Shoots fantastic. Uh, Howa, the mini action. I almost bought one the other day, <laughs> but I have so many freaking six arcs. I'm just like. God, I need to, I needed to build an AR, but so I just I passed on the Howa for now, which I'm gonna be getting one. You know why not? Uh, uh, you know what? You really, I don't get like Savage jumped right on board with their Axis line and everything. Why in the Sam Hell has Ruger not come out with one? I, they already had the, the bolt face. Ruger the last few years, I. I, don't, I think they're just they're like get them. they're like everyone else like they're making so much money off the COVID bullshit. They, but everyone else jumped on board. Like uh, you know, I hadn't even finished yet because like even your high end proof come out with one right, immediately a bolt gun. Yeah, uh, Christian the little I had, hate to say because I hate Christian arms. No offense, I, I'm a buddy with one of the guys. No offense. <laughs> I don't hate Christian arms as a company. I hate your action. Just I'm just saying. But they come out like their little chassis 16-inch six-arc bow gun. I like that. May have to own it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, su it's super like, I really like Christian's lightweight chassis. And for all you people out there buying it to go PRA shoot, you're idiots. Stop doing that. That's a fantastic little, like, it's it's almost like a, it's, it is, but it isn't in that cross territory. Like a, a lightweight, new age chassis type rifle for hunting. But, like, they come out with their 16-inch bolt gun. It's really rad, and, it, you know, it's super lightweight. I, I love the idea of this 6-arc and a 16-inch bolt gun because you can upload in the bolt-action rifle and get so much performance out of that 16-inch barrel. But, like, everybody's doing all this because most of, the, most of these people, some of them didn't, but most of them already had a 6.5 Grindle bolt face because the 6.5 Grindle in a bolt gun did get pretty hot there for a minute. Well, it still kind of is, I guess. But then Ruger already makes a 6.5 Grendel. Don't even have a fucking Ruger American. I don't know what they'd call it. Like a ranch, I guess, would be a 16-inch barrel. 
would just, you f- <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? You already have six millimeter barrels. You make a six Creed, take that same barrel, chamber it into a six arc, put it in a, a ranch. You can do a Predator if you'd like, I guess. <laughs> but put it in a 16-inch barrel and watch your sales. Because then, we get, guess what? We get to use AR magazines. It's great. Uh, don't use ASC or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that later on. Maybe that'll be a 12-minute talker. Uh, maybe that'll be a munitions video. But anyways. It's just Ruger, come on. Work with me here. Although, I will say this. It seems like Ruger has been really focusing on their ARs than anything. So, I'm curious. I'm really curious if they'll come out with a 6-arc AR. Because, like, they dropped the Safar. I think it's Safar yeah. Small Frame AR. Which, I haven't shot it. And I was actually thinking about buying the son of a bitch. Why, I don't know. But, because it was so light, it sold immediately. Uh and they also like they come out with a new uh, bunch of new two twenty three or five five six ARs like really driven towards predator hunting and shit. It's very interesting. Like instead of going, you know, doing more with like something they've been super successful with, which is the Ruger American stuff. There's there's no doubt about that in my mind. Like that's been a highly successful line for them. They really leaned into the ARs, and you know what? Everyone I talked to. That I actually trust talking to, like saying they're doing pretty good with their AR. So I'm interested to see because they have they have different calibers. They have a 350 Legend and stuff like that. I don't know if they have any 65 Grinnells yet. I'd be interested to see if they come out with a 6R because, like, some of the stuff they're coming out with, like carbon barreled ARs and shit, like they're really driven toward in in a cryptic, like a predator hunting package, kind of like Six Hour did with the predator hunting package. It's actually almost a copy of that, but anyways, uh, I'd be interested to see if they come out with six arc, like, because it seems like they're paying attention to certain trends. But if they come out with a six arc and AR platform, they should, at tandem, drop the Ruger American. Because what you're gonna see, what you're gonna continue to see, is for that do it all rifle, like predator hunting and whitetail hunting. I think you're gonna see the six arc continually more adopted for that especially like especially when you're there's kids involved like it's it's more than enough to get the job done for a whitetail well i'd take bigger game you know spare me the bullshit in the comments i don't care but you're gonna see as that i'm gonna call it small game rifle you're gonna see you're going to see Horty continue to dominate the market with the six arc. I guarantee you. Cause like people are seeing now, like, and it all started with the six, five Creed war. People are seeing now, like, I don't need this big ass cartridge to, you know, blow up a deer with my, with my pass through bullets and, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, it all started with a six, five Creed and then new bullet design and everything else. Like we're seeing now that it's not, it's what we previously thought it took to kill a whitetail, like a 30 odd six or a 270 out of a goddamn deer stand at 100 yards or less. It's all bullshit. It's moog points and it's it's piss poor design. And I don't know. That's a whole nother tangent I can get on. But you're going to see like the continued takeover of the six arc. I guarantee it. Because AR platforms have gotten so damn popular and. 
that's such a great little cartridge in a small, like a short action platform. Like people are, people are noticing that these super efficient little cartridges are better all the way around for certain things. Like you don't have to have, you don't have to have like, you don't have to overgun every goddamn thing. But I don't even remember where the fuck I was at. <laughs> I, I would, I mean, that kind of brings up my next thing is like small game. I, yeah, you know, small game is not really the best terminology. Uh, I guess it'd be medium sized game. Like I'm going to say like coyotes up to let's say pigs or mule deer. Is there a clear winner? Absolutely. It's, it's pretty simple. Uh, I've just spent the last however long just raving about how good the six arc is for that particular thing. And then six arc, it's clearly a great winner because you can right now factory available. You can get all the way up to 108 grains. Now I guarantee you, as we see the popularity of this cartridge grow and it will, we're kind of out of the well. And there's always like what ifs, but if the election year doesn't go fucking crazy and we don't have like a COVID crisis on our hands again, what's going to happen is these companies are going to need to like come out with, you know, not necessarily, eh, I don't know, this can go a couple ways and this is why I'm going to lean on you some, but what you'll see is like Horny, instead of uh, Horny will come out with more offerings for the 6R because they're not so inundated with that massive demand. Like when they have time to do other things, that's when you'll see like new offerings, like new deer loads or whatever. That's when you'll see like these companies, like I'll have to say, God, I'm just, I'm all over the place today, but whatever. It's kind of, it's all heading one direction. <laughs> I'll have to say, uh, I feel as if Daniel Defense is handling this time like a fucking champ right now. Because we're actually in that time right now, folks. Like, the COVID scare is over, and these companies are probably sitting on a a massive amount of shit. And I guarantee a lot of these smaller companies have canceled fuckloads of orders. Because the COVID scare kind of died down. That's what, that's what happens always. Like, the COVID was like the COVID scare shit was like anything unprecedented amount of growth in the firearms industry. So a lot of these companies ramped up production to where it's like, it's crazy, like more than they've ever produced before. And what you've seen was everybody's like panic buying. So all these small companies were probably ordering just like gobs of shit that they couldn't afford. They're just like, they're gambling on the house. You know, they're just like, Oh, we're going to continue to sell this. We're not going to get it all at once. We'll be able to sell through it before the bill comes due. Like, it's just, it's business. That's how you do business in gun stores sometimes. But I guarantee you what you're seeing now is lots of canceled orders because that has slowed down significantly. We're also in the slow time of the season for gun stores. It's just, it happens every year. So what you're seeing probably is a lot of companies like Daniel Defense and others, as far as like the commercial market, like they're probably sitting on fuckloads of certain parts. Because they like projected to have so many more orders, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what you see this time of year, anyways, and if I'm like, if I'm not explaining this well, Pitsy, jump in. What you see this time of year anyways is like a lot of companies will come out with like new shit, but it's not really new. It's like maybe retold a little bit to try and boost those slower time of the year sales. Where I say Daniel Defense is doing good. They're doing like these little small batch runs yeah to where like instead of like just making probably 
spending this time of year to like spin up for the busy time of the year like it's running pretty pretty slim and i guarantee you like they had a a massive amount of parts from the COVID orders that got canceled they probably figured out what they can do to piece certain things together to like sell it which is small batch builds you know kudos to them as a business i don't know you know i only have one day of defense currently and i'm very disappointed with it just saying yeah well it's kind of i mean it seems like everybody's in a holding pattern because you don't know what's going to happen yeah that's the shittiest part about we're going into election year but you're coming off like and that's what like even if it is an election year everybody (laughs) like everybody has spent so much like and this is like the typical consumer, like obviously like people like you and I and probably a decent chunk of people listening to this just probably blow a lot of their money on guns and shit. Yeah. Like regularly, but like the people who come in and like during panic seasons, uh, you know, like you don't know whether or not like have they spent like all the money they're going to spend. They have their little ammo stockpile and they, you know, they already kind of spent that whole wad the last couple of years. And, and so everybody... You just you don't know what's going to happen with yeah, like a... the inventory, and so in that last election, the 2016 election, uh, I don't know how many people remember this, but you actually had one of the largest uh, firearms distributors, ammunition distributors, AccuSport, go under just because of how you know everybody was expecting Hillary to win, which would have been good sales for a few years, and, and so everybody was stocked up on shit, and, <laughs> and it didn't work out for them. What did what did like the was this a joke or was this actually like, was it, was it magazines? Did I just, I dreamed this shit up? Like uh, they bought so many magazines. I, I don't know specifically. I don't remember now. Maybe they, we were just joking about it. They were, well, just everybody was so, it's kind of like with the suppressors too. That's, uh, you just had a lot of shrink, like in the 2016, 2017 years, you had a lot of like shrinkage in the industry just because everybody was, you know, from the Obama years was doing well. And then going into the Trump, uh, like that 2016 election sales are really good, and then it just total slump off. Everybody thought, you know, yeah, you elected somebody, and and, and no longer have to worry about anything, which was kind of uh, stupid on the face of it. Yeah. Um, and then obviously COVID, kind of in a lot of ways, rescued the industry. Oh yes. Uh, I know a lot of people were in a lot of types of ways uh, going into COVID, and that brought a lot of business, particularly with ammo and everything else. I mean, ammo. You remember just as well as I did, you know, even at Ally, you know, we opened we opened our doors December 2017 and we were giving away ammo practically at cost and like, you know, buy two boxes, get one free. That was already like low, 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 low. And like now yeah. we're paying for nine millimeter today. What we used to sell or over what we used to sell it for, like our cost is more than what we yeah. sell it to our customers uh, for a couple of years ago. And so. Yeah, if it's if it tends to be if it if it ramps up and it's crazy again, all the new stuff gets just left by the wayside. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about it. And then if it uh, if it continues to be slow, yeah, well, if it slows, like there's new stuff. <laughs> you'll you'll see how quickly these <laughs> yeah. companies can quote unquote innovate whenever yeah. it's slow and they're they're needing to you know drum up yep uh, drum up sales. And it's it's kind of interesting because that's what really what twenty twenty four Valkyrie came from that year. Yeah. So the only. The only good thing going from like 2016 onward was six five Creedmoor. That was kind of that was what was paying the bills for a lot of these companies. And so that was the first shot you went to. Was it 18? I don't remember. I think it was 18, maybe it was 17 when 224 Valkyrie 
And it was just like I remember we walked in yeah. to go uh, to go get our badges, and I just all the banners. I'm just like, oh, they think it's going to be the next six five Creedmoor. Yeah. Like they're really hoping for that. They uh, totally fucked that up. Oh, they they totally did. And I just remember it was all like AR fifteen a thousand yards. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, it was, it was ridiculous. And uh, but that was that was where that was kind of born from. Was oh shit, well AR sales are slow. What what can we do? And honestly, they kind of if you really think about it, the two twenty four Valkyrie was probably two years a. Two years too early. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. The long range stuff was really just kind of settling in too. Uh, yeah. No, it, that's going to, that was, oh, that's such a perfect segue to what I was about to say. With, I'm noticing a trend more and more. Not only has six arc, like, well, I mean, like kind of all things kind of led us down this road of like pushing ARs out to further ranges. But, a lot of things are lining up again. Not, you know, six arc, obviously, like, you know, that's what that's what uh, Valkyrie, like, got everyone hyped the fuck up. Like all these AR fags, tactical fags, were like, oh, I want to start shooting long range. You know, with the Valkyrie, the Valkyrie, yeah. a thousand yards. You know, blah blah, which it is. You know, it's just no one told these people that you got to know how to shoot. But anyways. Yeah, it's weird. Everybody realizes simultaneously how both easy it is to shoot a thousand yards, and then how difficult it is. Yeah. So, obviously, like the Valkyrie spurred that on again. You, what you said is a hundred percent right. Like, it, you know, it's it's a little too early. Uh, but I guarantee you, we learned a lot of these manufacturers learned a lot of stuff off of Valkyrie that they, they probably applied to the arc. You know, some of the companies that like got the arc squared away right away. But, anyways, you know, with the arc. It's popularity in all fields, you know, hunting and tactical shooting. I think if they don't, if so, if they don't drop a twenty-two arc, someone will revive the Valkyrie. Because, like, <laughs> you've you've got a lot of things coming on strong now because, like, you know, the, the Valkyrie, the arc, and then LPVOs and then MPVOs and everything else, and like a lot of these tactical tools. Start shooting for the ranges, and they they find out like, oh, I enjoy this, and like, people like the, your influencers, like Aimbot, and all them are like starting to dabble into the long range more. And I think what you're gonna find with all these people, like, it seems to me like more and more people are putting LPVOs and shit on shorter barreled ARs. I'm talking like Lem fives, thirteen fives, thirteen seven. I think what I could be totally fucking wrong. I think what you're going to see is a resurgence of the Valkyrie because a lot of these guys are looking at it like, oh, you know, typically speaking, the, the best I can do with 556 or 223 is a 77 grain. And they're going to start paying more attention to like ballistics and all that other bullshit. And they're probably going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> What's the biggest? That's the biggest. All these, I, I'll, you know, for this point, I'll accept them as my people, all of my people. <laughs> They're so fucked off on calibers because yeah. it's just like, no, but 223 is what the military uses. 308 is what the military, or 76251 is what the military uses. It's not because that's the and best. And it's just like, they, <laughs> they like can't like conceptualize in their mind that, you know, this thing is actually like superior at every level. Yeah. And I think Six Arc, and again, it's because it's it was technically a military caliber, kind of broke their brains yes. out a little bit. Yes. And whereas 224 Valkyrie is just like, oh, that's, that's no just No one's whatever. adopted the Valkyrie. Yeah. Which they should. But, uh, but oh, some secret group you've never heard of is using this. And we just gotta we gotta make up that story. 
Yeah. <laughs> Put it out there. Well, you're kind of right, though, though. If they if they fall through with 22 arc, I mean, 224 Valkyries just dead. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. If 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 Horny, like, tomorrow was like, we just got to say we spec on tricks, bitches, to, to, which if I was Horny, I absolutely would. Like, fuck Valkyrie. <laughs> but I just, I don't even know how that would be perceived by, like, the general. Because like, they're like, like, it'd be. It's hard enough to get people to accept. Okay, the six arc is better because six is be- bigger number than two. An arc means something, <laughs> and I guess it's a long range cartridge. It's just, uh, and then like if you're like, oh, but now you can choose between a six or a twenty two. I think people's brains will just melt. Right. Yeah, maybe you're right, but I think if uh, you know what, some of these uh, AR manufacturers, like if they're actually paying attention, what what these people are kind of doing right now, which to me again with the trends like you follow trends pretty closely a lot of these guys are like man i shot my uh 12.5 or 13.5 out to five six seven hundred yards then it's like and you know man calling wind did you know 700 yards with a yeah you know, 12.5 or 13.7 uh 223 with a you know 69 grain it's pretty tough like it it just blows that bitch all over the place like yeah but imagine if you had a Thirteen five Valkyrie that shot eighty eight graders, yeah, at some spiced up velocity. Even if, even if it was going, guess what? Even if the eighty eight was going the same velocity as your seventy seven, it's going to be better because it's a higher BC projectile. Just saying. I'm just surprised there's still not very many. Uh, there's still not a crazy amount of manufacturers doing like arcs or anything else. There's quite a few. There is, but like it's they're it's like. Not like like they're not like like readily available. Like for us as a gun store, like there's not a lot we could stock. Like you just need to be a lot more support. Think. There's more what you think. I think it, a lot a lot of it has to do with uh, ammo. Yeah, that's that would be my guess. Which we had a we had a few trickle in. It makes me wonder if we're gonna get our pallet here pretty soon. Ooh. So we, that you know, if we got a few trickle in, that means they're making it. Yeah. The, we got we have some 108s the other day. We got some 103s the other day. Next up should be 105s, and I hope we get that pallet. <laughs> There's a lot of people wanting some six R ammo right now. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna empty all the boxes and bathe on it. <laughs> so you know that just that went way off on tangent. But yeah, I think just a prediction. If some of these people, these AR manufacturers, if you're listening, please listen. Take another look at the Valkyrie. You need to come out with some. If I had, like, if I had my pick tomorrow, I'd reach out to Type A, which maybe we should order some. Which I just, I hate the fact it takes long to get them. But anyways, I would put together some fourteen uh, fives with pin muzzle device that works with suppressors, a good suppressor. Maybe blackout defense. 14.5. A one in probably one in seven twist. 14.5 pin muzzle device like uh blackout defense. More of a like just think about it. The performance of that platform is gonna far far outdo the performance of a 14556. Five, five, it's crazy. If you if you want to the 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 thing about it is, like these people are seeing with the uh, like the popularity of LPVOs, they're seeing like 
it, it seems like to me they're probably like looking up and going, you know, I practice a lot at close range. But what if I shot them before they got to close range? <laughs> like you're still you're still in a you know point two two four category, so it's going to be a little bit cheaper than the six millimeter. The uh, Valkyrie, if you really start comparing apples to apples, like getting nitty gritty, the Valkyrie yields it like the case capacity of the Valkyrie yields itself better in short barrel platforms than the Arc. Sorry, I said what I said. It's the truth, though. Because, like, you start looking at the arc, like, what they did with that cartridge is, like, they nailed it on the cartridge case capacity for the size bullet like they originally developed it for. It's perfect for the longer gas systems, for the longer barrel. Like, you achieve those velocities you want, you're looking for and everything else. But if you start looking at the Valkyrie, that, like, its case capacity is slightly less than that of the, obviously, the 6 arc. It yields itself that much better to a shorter barrel, like being more efficient, but it'll give you better performance than the 5.56. It's crazy because you can, you have that newer, a little bit bigger cartridge, a better projectile, higher BC projectile. It's going to give you more energy on target. It's going to give you higher BC. It's going to be able to buck the wind better at longer ranges. Like you can literally take the Valkyrie and if you built it right in this shorter barrel configuration, it could outdo the two, two, three, five, five, six, all day long, like vastly better. And then you save your arc for like that 16, 18, primary 18 inch and longer setups. Now, there is another caveat into this, and that is we'll get into it on another podcast. So I have a little special project I have to show off. But, anyways, I'm just saying, AR manufacturers, if you want some data, just reach out to me. And if you want to, uh, you want someone to make some ammo that'll work with your platform, reach out because I already make some good ammo for a shorter barrel platform. Like it's more effective in a suppressed shorter barrel platform. But anyways, enough of that. We can kind of move on from there. I was just like, I find it interesting. And that's kind of my thoughts on it. Like I, I guarantee you the more these guys get into that, like shooting longer ranges with their little 14 fives, 13 fives, and all that <clears> bullshit. <throat> they're probably going to like start looking back at the value. Like, yeah, maybe we look back at this thing like because once they they do it for a little bit of time they're gonna be like oh i, I that's rad i mean i don't really want to do it with the arc because the ammo is so expensive whereas the valkyrie is going to be a little bit more cheaper most of the time they might start looking back at that cartridge because of how efficient it is but anyways enough of that back to the six arc the do-it-all cartridge now i'm saying that because it really, I mean, an argument could be made that any cartridge is a do-it-all cartridge, but, you know, I'm going to say, like, coyote size gaming up. Like, like I said, we're going to go pigs, whitetail, mule deer. What was the animal that they shot with the rifles we built? Were those new guy? Yes. People, like, ask me, I, that's probably one of the biggest questions I get about the arc. It's not, like... It's not about coyotes and shit because obviously it'll kill a coyote just fine. And, you know, I've produced a lot of data and results on that, like what it can do with the lighter grain projectiles. And yes, as soon as we can get brass, we're going to make some more of that shit. But, anyways, it's questions on like, what would you shoot with it? And my, my answer is always the same for everything. It's like, what would I shoot with? <laughs> or what should you shoot with it? Because those are two totally different things. Now, 
Again, if you're going to like bash me in the comments, I don't give a shit. Shut up. I'm still going to do what I do. Like, you, you, <laughs> There's nothing you can say in the comments that's going to make me stop doing what I do. But anyways, uh, there, I, I'd shoot a fucking elk with one. Now, would I shoot an elk at like 8,000 yards with it? Absolutely not. But like, if you tell me like we're going to go in and, you know, because of the terrain topography, like the furthest shot an elk would be like a couple hundred yards. Like say it's just super thick or whatever. Uh, but it's like it's it's awful walking distance and everything else. I'm looking at the lightest platform possible and I would hundred percent, I don't give a shit what any of you people say. I would hundred percent pack a super lightweight six arc, probably the one right over here, 16 inch, super lightweight, one to 10 optic. Like we're saying like a couple hundred yards that I'm going to run a one eight grain ELD match. Said what I said, get over it. Like bear hunt as well. Like same thing. Because I train enough, I feel confident in my abilities to shoot them in the right place. And I know how my bullets are constructed. I know where to shoot said animals to make this work. Now, should you? Absolutely not. Because I don't know your abilities. I don't know how much you're going to practice and anything else like that. People tend to do this when they don't practice. Overgun their shit. Now, I can get behind that. Like, if you're not going to practice, overgun it a little bit. Sure. Like, if you can't shoot really good or you're not going to practice ever or anything like that, there's nothing wrong with overgunning the situation. But this, nowadays, people tend to shoot more. It, you know, seems that way anyways. And what we're, again, I started this little bitch and rant earlier on. I'm going to go back to it. Like, we're finding out that you don't need these overbearing calibers to do a simple job like kill a whitetail. If you learn how to shoot, put the bullet where it needs to go. Again, with new bullet construction, new cartridge cases, everything is getting so great. Like, you can do a lot nowadays with a 6 arc, Especially if it's like, I'm going to shoot whitetail, I'm going to shoot pigs, I'm going to shoot cows. And that's it. I want, I'm not a, I'm not an idiot like y'all. I don't spend all my money on firearms like y'all do. Uh, I just want one gun to do it all. And I, I'm kind of in the ARs. 6 arc. get a freaking 6 arc. Get a 16, 18 inch, 20 inch, whatever, whatever you want. You know, whatever you can get, get one. Uh, I'm a fan because I shoot suppress, obviously. I'm civilized, like everyone who shoots suppress is. I'm going to tend to run, like, I'm going to play on those shorter barrels because nowadays, with the uh, advancement in optics, cartridges, everything else, I run flat shooting cartridges pretty much at nighttime, and that's pretty much it. Like, past that, I can dial, hold over everything else. Like, but I'm gonna push you. I'm gonna push you towards a six arc for white tail size game. Now I'm not saying the Valkyrie won't kill white tail. There's plenty of people to do it, and I've done it myself. But it's you know you're kind of you're gonna be tapped out with factory ammo at 88 grains. Yes, that'll kill the shit out of a white tail. I've seen me do it multiple times. I've seen multiple other people do it multiple times. It'll kill the shit out of a pig and everything else. But when you start looking at the six arc, they already have 103 LDX. If that's your if that's your thing. 105 grain volatile points, 108 grain ELDMs, and there's some 106 taps out there, which is basically probably a 105 with a heat shield tip in it. You know, I have heard rumor of potentially there being a, I think it's a 109 ELDM. It's another bullshit. I mean, you know, I know they got the A tip, but anyways, kind of your do it all, pig gun, everything else, thermal, everything. I'm gonna point you right towards. Uh, six arc and like i said earlier like the adoption on the bow gun side 
of the six arc has been tremendous compared compared to what happened with the Valkyrie. Because like the Valkyrie, you know, at first everybody was going to come out with that bolt gun. Uh, the Valkyrie bolt gun. Because I remember a lot of people talked about it and hardly anybody followed through with it because like they had so many trouble. Number one, the ammo was shit in the beginning. I'll say it right now. Federal, awful job. <laughs> uh, no one could, qu- it seemed like no one could quite figure out twist rates in the ARs. Whereas like Hornady come right out of the gate, like pretty good, you know, a lot of these AR manufacturers didn't seem like they had any problems with it. Uh, they shoot fantastic, which they also had like, again, we probably had all of our data from six Creed as far as barrel twist. We probably had all of our data from the Valkyrie as far as like gas systems and all that bullshit. So in reality, like kind of hate to say it, but the Valkyrie kind of had to fail a little bit and we had to have some good luck out of the six creeds and all the other six, like the dashers and all that bullshit. Like we already kind of knew what exactly what barrel twists to run with, uh, powders and everything else. Like, you know, just kind of happened at the right time, actually, you know, and, uh, the Valkyrie bolt face wasn't like a, you know, six eight bolt face. That it wasn't that never really took off very well. Whereas like the arc bolt face is the Grendel bolt face, and I guess it shares the same bolt face with certain seven six two by three nines. That correct? I can't remember. I think it is Type two, maybe. I don't man. Six five Grendel like that cartridge is done pretty good. I mean. There's there's no arguing that like that's done pretty good. I think I think if it wasn't for hog hunters and uh, uh, whitetail hunters with AR-15 platform, the Grindel probably wouldn't have done very well. The Grindel's kind of a weird thing to me because it never saw this. Uh, at least in my world, it never saw this like crazy train like the Valkyrie or the uh, well, the Art really didn't get its a good launching pad because of covid but grindel is kind of like it it it's just kind of like there (laughs) you know it's just grindel's there and then like most ar manufacturers like you can still find plenty of grindel barrels there are store some ar manufacturers that'll make six five grindel is it my favorite no but if you're just gonna like go sit in the deer stand and shoot pigs and whitetail you know sub 100 200 yards sure grindel's a great little cartridge you can get all the way up to like you know 123 grain projectile in that bad boy you know but the bolt face is already there for the arc so it, you know as far as bolt guns and all those stuff it's kind of a little bit easier to do you know as opposed to the valkyrie it's kind of like this weird area but that's the i would again going back to like use case scenario yes the arc was developed around the 18 inch ar-15 platform like that's what Horny did with it. But the reality of the situation is, is it yields itself so good in a bolt action platform that a lot of these companies immediately jumped on because they already had 6.5 grid of bolt face platforms. Like that makes it super easy. Just get a six millimeter barrel, slap it on that same action. Like it's transaction transition makes it super easy. And, uh, a man, especially for hand loaders, the arc is where it's at. Like that said though, I, I can, in a bolt gun on a Valkyrie. Like I told the uh second Valkyrie idea was a bolt gun barrel for my switch lug. And it was a I think it's a twenty inch 
one in 10 twist. Has already had the Valkyrie bolt face for that gun. I think it's a 20 inch one in 10 twist, if I recall correctly. 224 Valkyrie. I could run 50s almost at 22 to 50 factory ammo velocities. Like I was scaring the shit out of it. And I'm just like, God, this is a freaking amazing. You know, that's the difference between the bolt action platform and a semi auto platform. <clears throat> but same thing goes for the the six arc. Like it's great for AR fifteen platform. You know. Probably again, going back to I've I've talked about this before, going back a couple of podcasts, like that's probably some of the reason why I got back in AR fifteens as heavy as I have. You know, that's definitely, that definitely helped out the scenario of the six heart coming on the scene. But when you see what this thing is capable of doing in a bolt action, you really start like questioning, like, unless I'm going to be shooting way further, why even get out like six creed, six, five creed, stuff like that. Like, that's just the way I go. Like I want lighter, shorter barrel, more compact. Like I got to where I want to be pretty streamlined on most things I do like across the board when i see what i can get done in a 16 inch bolt action six arc like i'm just like mm. <laughs> you know it's gonna take a very specific scenario for me to get out anything any bigger nowadays like yeah probably if i start going after an even larger game you know or shooting longer ranges where wind's gonna be more of a problem because yeah six arc is great but when you look at a six creed more in a bolt action higher bc projectile going much much faster it's just going to buck the wind that much better like there are i'm not crazy i'm not telling you this is the only gun you ever need even though it could potentially be the only gun you ever need but pros and cons nowadays like a, a lot of things have changed and a lot of things have changed rapidly by today's standard because of cartridges optics and everything else like you know i don't get married to nothing anymore because i just know like next year something better is going to come out <laughs> typically speaking like the pace in which we're coming out with new products and everything else is great sucks for my pocketbook but it's great <laughs> i mean i like i said those two things the clear winner for varmint hunting again you have to like really listen like if you just tuned in right now you're gonna be like it's stupid coyote size game and down uh, my my favorite for those reasons stated earlier, Valkyrie. Coyote size gaming up, my favorite is Ark. But it's very specific scenario, like based off of all kinds of different things. Like it's not just it's not cut and dry. You know, and, and there are certain circumstances where well, what if I'm just gonna shoot a white tailor once in a while? Mm, I'd still probably grab the Valkyrie. Or well, what if I'm just, you know only going to sh target shoot every once in a while but i primarily shoot whitetail still going to recommend the arc you know that's both of them are fantastic cartridges but you need to know here's the crazy thing you need to know their limitations <laughs> you need to know what for what you're going to be doing what your limitations are whether it be factory ammo or whatever like you need to make it like it's not as it's not as cut and dry is what people like to think about it like and i know people just want you you want a cut and dry answer. Most people do. Like you get you get questions all the time. Like, what should I get? This or this? And it's like, well, what are you doing? Like, I know people don't like to go through the sermon. <laughs> but 
the reality of the situation is if you want my best answer, I need to know all the, like all the parameters because it does matter. Um, it does to me. Maybe I just take this shit too seriously. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, it's Sunday, dude. <laughs> well, this, I mean, welcome to Wade's mind. <laughs> like I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm running these tests Sunday morning. Like this is how Wade spends his Sunday mornings doing like another test. He's probably done a million times because he's worried about the data being hundred percent correct and blah, blah, blah. The should- last thing. What? I was going to say, you should see me trying to order light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, that was the, oh, the other day when you asked me, I'm just like, who who knows this much about fucking light bulbs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it says Hunter, grab it. And he's like, no, this. And I'm like, Hunter, no, this. And I'm just like, it was that moment where I'm just like. Those aren't even light bulbs I would normally ever, if they weren't already the brand that was being used. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm very big on high CRI light bulbs. So it was that moment where I realized, like, man, I don't know shit about light bulbs. Cause I would have never, like, I never would even, until, like, you're, you know, I, me just being me, I'm just, I'd see a hundred grab it and you're like, no. And it, it dawned on me. I'm just like, I can't order anything ever without researching it to the, I'm just like, degree. that's why I just got like a $600 salt and pepper grinder. You're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> But and a seven hundred dollar rice maker. It was uh so stupid. It was at that moment I realized I'm like, man, there's a lot of different fucking light bulbs out there. There really is. But I'm just like, wait. Well, it gets well the way they market them too is really confusing because <laughs> it's all the, you know, like the LED watt. They're like seven and a half watts or whatever for the like the sixty watt or whatever the conversion is. Yeah, there's all and so kinds it's all of like their advertisement is the old equivalent, and so like you get really fucked up. Yeah, it, it also like. It was that moment I'm just like, oh my god, I'm never gonna find what the fuck he's looking. At. And I just happened. It also, you know, leave it to Home Depot. It wasn't exactly where they said it was gonna be. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's like <laughs> sent you from the app. But I'm just like, God, no one. What I find hilarious is like 14 years. Like, in what goddamn world will these bitches last 14 years? Because I'm pretty sure I've swapped out those fucking light bulbs no, you're no. swapping out before. <laughs> Yeah, the diodes will last that long, but the circuitry and the circuit boards, yeah, uh, with any amount of heat, will last. Like they will go out usually like four years. Yeah, it's no, no, but it, well, that just took a turn. Yeah, no, no, it's it, it's it's all ridiculous. Research what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very important. You should uh, everybody listening to this podcast. You should look up the the Dubai light bulb. That'll that's a rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> Oh my God! Basically, like the Crown Prince told uh, Phillips, "Like we're, we will not allow you to sell light bulbs here unless you engineer." And they engineered it's like a a light bulb that'll last like a hundred years or some shit. <laughs> and it was like super energy efficient and everything else. Hell yeah! Because it goes back to you. Know, everybody's always like, you know, these companies they make products that, like, yeah, if they make too good of a product, you're only gonna buy one. Yeah. Well, um, wouldn't you? I think you should. I think you should like be like. Offer that product, but at such an absorbent amount of money that like only one percent of all people can afford it. Well, I think they do. <laughs> I, I think that is a thing. But you're just like, oh, I'm just not privy to that information because we're, we're just, too poor. I was gonna say we're so poor that you don't even get to. <laughs> yeah, see we don't that. know. Like, I wonder if once you get a certain amount of money in your uh, bank account, you just like get these flyers for these companies that offer these products that last a lifetime. That no, it is like 
at the very top, don't show poor people. Well, you <laughs> you start to look at like especially like high end construction. Like you go from paying, you know, ten dollars or twenty dollars for this to, to like these door handles are five hundred dollars or yeah, like when you get in like water filtration, like all, any of that stuff. Like you, there's just like some like like gap lighting's another one like where you just it goes from being like a manageable number to like you're talking like just hundreds of thousands of dollars system. yeah it's stupid <laughs> it's yeah. so it's like oh it's just like the like the military industrial complex like this pencil yeah at the store at walmart costs 99 cents but if this oil field company or this military like the government yeah. orders it well this is a 3500 hundred dollar pencil Exactly. It's a special pencil. But anyways, uh, you know, and we covered, like, the last thing would be, like, I'm only going to target you with these. Uh, we covered that in the 15-minute talk, like, target shooting. I guess my last thing would be, like, and we have to talk about it because we have a few fans that kind of into this thing. Is like, like uh, that realm that I kind of briefly touched on where I think the Valkyrie's going to make a comeback, and that is, like, the magged up and the barms type people, like, you know. Yeah. My home defense slash hunting rig slash I just do a lot of target steel planking with it. You know what? Uh, money alone, I'd probably choose the Valkyrie. You know, because uh, Arc Ammo is pretty expensive steel. Now, the you have to understand that the Arc was meant for long range shooting out of an eighteen inch platform. Whereas the Valkyrie, it was meant for long range shooting, and no one really like <laughs> they're just like it's a long range platform, but. No one really like, uh, you know, invested a lot of time and stuff like that into it. Like they had the arc, uh, as far as, as far as I'm aware of, like they, they really half-assed the, the launch of that. But in going back to factory available options, unfortunately, like the arc better, better choice, uh, as far as factory available options. Whereas like if you, if you're, if you're going to end to building ARs, which, you know, I love building ARs, uh, out of my pocketbook doesn't love it because I tend to like want all the expensive shit. I was gonna say it's fun until you have like three, three or four different projects that you're just like. You know, I I really do good with ARs, bolt guns. I'm the world's worst. Like I have so many bolt guns started and not finished right now, or like I have like I bought this barrel because I'm gonna build a bolt gun. And I never bought the action, or I have all these actions and I don't have the barrel. It's like, but ARs like I tend to just like, even if I I take a little bit of time to gather up the shit. Yeah, I I tend to finish all the like uh, we built Ava one, uh, which we're gonna do a twelve minute talk. There's something in that that I want to talk about, but that's why I had the I had like three handguns that I had like in like parts, and then like I had gotten <laughs> new parts to replace like new red dots, and like I finally like just sat down and did it. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like, but you know, if you like building shit. Well, the Valkyrie's still a valid option, except for barrels. Like, I, there aren't even many people. I mean, there are people out there that you can order one. And like I said, if you're interested in doing, and we'll do this for any caliber, you know, uh, we have several manufacturers we work with. If you're interested in, there, there's multiples of y'all interested in doing like a shorter Valkyrie barrel run or even a shorter arc barrel run. Let us know in the comments below. If we get like at least 10 people, We'll do a run, you know, but if you're going to be putting together like this, this home defense slash, uh, I'm, I want to be able to engage targets a little bit further. 
I would still lean in towards the Valkyrie. Just my personal opinion, based off of factory available ammo, how it how it runs in a shorter barrel configuration, suppressed, which seems like flow through suppressors getting a little bit better option. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, when I'm building a shorter barrel platform, I'm kind of throwing sound, especially in AR. I'm kind of throwing sound, kind of. It's getting set aside. Like, let's be honest, most short barrel platforms, unless it's a 300 blackout, are kind of loud, regardless. Like, it's like the whole point of it is that it's short and compact. So I'm not going to throw a overly huge suppressor on it. Now, I say that, but I will say, like, these wolf hunters are fantastic. But anyways, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not really concerned with the greatest sound suppression. I just want it, like, hearing safe. Uh, I'm, I'm really more concerned about the overall length, the weight, its performance. Like what am I, and I think that's where people get a little twerked off sometimes. Like, what am I building this for? Like I have several platforms that are built for very specific use cases. Uh, and you need to make sure the cartridge you're choosing for this specific use case isn't square peg round hole. And I just think the Valkyrie fits that compact barrel uh, out, you know, if we're, Valkyrie or Arc, the Valkyrie, through my experience, fits that that mold much better. And like I'm gonna say 16 inch and down. There is another project I'm working on that I am tight lipped on until it's ready to be shown to the world. It may be something worth talking about. I'm I'm super excited, but as of right now, if you're building this again, home defense and everything else, I'm going to urge you instead of a two-two-three or a five-five-six, I'm going to urge you to look in the Valkyrie because factory available ammo. You got sixty grain, seventy-five, and eighty-eight, and that's just with Hornady alone, which I'm probably going to recommend the Hornady over the Federal shit. Now I know Federal does like a sixty and like some sort of seventy, and I think all we have, they still may I don't know they may have gotten rid of the ninety grainer. I don't know. We offer. Typically speaking, a 60, and we have an 80-grain burger. We have a few more options coming out very soon because I, I assure you, like, from our side of the world, now we're not, like, massive as any of these other guys like Horny. There's still lots of people asking for it, and I'm probably going to work on something that's a little, a little, even better for a shorter barrel because the Valkyrie yields itself to such great performance. Because I assure you, like, in that 14.5 barrel, or 13.5. I probably wouldn't go any shorter than that. That's just my opinion. But you could. You take the Valkyrie with like a, shooting the 75s or the 88s. It's going to outperform the 5.56. Get some of that. Uh, that's going to be, it's going to be, especially like the 88s. Like there's really no contest. Uh, barrel length, barrel length. And maybe, maybe what needs to happen, we could do this test with 2.23 easily. Or, I mean, yeah, 5.56 five, and 6, I mean, Jesus, 5.56 five, and 2.24 Valkyrie at a 16-inch. We could do this test easily because I can get my hands on those barrels pretty quickly. Maybe on the Valkyrie. I'll have to check. I don't remember now. But anyways, but to me, what would be interesting is, like, have some 13.5s with pin muzzle device. Same suppressors again. Like, maybe, like, some surefires or some stupid shit. Build out that home defense slash you know i'm gonna engage targets like seven eight hundred yards 
We should build out like those AR platforms, just like I did the twins here. Like, let's get them matching down to the barrel twist and everything. And just, let's just see, like, let's see what happens. Like as far as across the board. Now, obviously the ammo for the, you know, and I don't know, I'd have to look. Obviously the ammo for the five, five, six, it's probably gonna be cheaper. I mean, I'm just, just about guarantee that, but <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, I think that's about it. How long have we been going for, do you think? Uh, over an hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, is there anything you can think of that I probably didn't properly cover? Like, No, I mean, I think we have, like, obviously, we really like Six Arc. And so it is interesting because, you know, you look at these things, and they were more or less, it seems they were built for the same purpose. Yeah. Um, now, specifically where, uh, you know, from the Hornady podcast, you know, whatever they were testing when they were designing six arc, apparently the, the group that was, was looking into two twenty four Valkyrie and with the bullets and stuff they were wanting to use, I guess they were having issues, I guess with energy, like shorter at shorter ranges mm-hmm. from 100 to 200. So that's kind of why they steered towards the six arc. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think something and partially to do with like barrier penetration, which the you know, obviously the heavier bullet's gonna uh, advantage you there. But that's I mean, again, you really you're really counting like yeah, I forget what that phrase is. But you're you know the biggest like the differences aren't gonna be like like get over yourself. It's kind of more specifically whatever the end product you're building is. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think, you know. It's there to me. There is no clear winner. Like I, you know, we should definitely make this clickbaity as shit. <laughs> but to me, there is no clear winner unless you you break it down. Like exactly what you, what are you doing? Uh, now, if if you just tell me right now, Wade, that's all great. You're a fucking nerd. Uh, you just talked about <laughs> the. The reality of the situation is I could probably talk about this for four more hours, but that's all great and fine and dandy. You know what? Uh, not knowing any parameters, what would you choose? Like, I don't know what I'm going to shoot or anything like that. Just everything I know about what's available on the market, what would you choose? Hands down, 6R. <laughs> so I guess you can say the winner is 6R of this, but... As if you know, if you if you stuck around this long, you heard my like my points on each one, like legitimate well, strong points. You know, and, obviously, I think yeah, as a whole, just even with the way the market is, because like at some point you you have less of a choice because it's like more yes. what's available. Yeah, six dark is the obvious winner, but the the flip of that is there's still a, there's still a role that two twenty four hits. Yeah, uh, better than the. Six arc, which means that there's room for a product there, yeah, which will probably wind up being the uh, the twenty two arc if they ever bring, actually bring that to market. I just don't, you know, the uh, the initial reports from guys doing it and doing it right, like Eagle Eyes, probably, you know, I don't follow too many other people. Eagle Eyes probably the guy who's doing it the most right. Like he's probably done the most amount of work to the case design to make sure it's correct, like in chamber specs and everything. Probably exactly what Horny would do. Uh, 
And it would be rad if Horny did that. And, like, they just leaned the fuck into making it the Valkyrie Killer. Like, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> because, I, I, you know, naturally they would probably call it one thing and it would excel at another, like much like the arc. Like, I guarantee you the arc is being more highly adopted by hunters for hunting than it is for long-range shooting. Just, you know, just like the Creedmoor. The Creedmoor's popularity, yes, got started by long-range shooting, but its popularity soared through hunting. Like, there's way more hunting going on than there is fucking PRS shooting. Like, look at the numbers. Do yourself a favor. But I think if Hornady was like, if they're smart... Oh, they're probably pretty smart, but if they were smart, in my opinion, this is just my humble opinion, you would drop a 75 grain VMAX, maybe a 65, but they'll probably play it safe and go 75 for the 6 arc and call it good. And then drop the 22 arc and you give it a pretty versatile, it's already going to be pretty versatile since Horny's going to design the chamber if they do it. And you offer... 60 grain, probably, no, you know what, fuck that. 55 grain VMAX up to an 88 grain ELDM. And you say, and I quote, this is for farmer hunting. Get 22 250 performance out of an AR-15 platform, which it goddamn nearly does. Now, it's not going to, because, like, especially if we're talking about bolt guns, but... In an AR-15, like, you, what you're essentially going to do, you're going to kill a Valkyrie, fuck Federal, bye, get out. And what few people are left shooting 22 nozzler. I was going to say, you're going to... You're going to kill that bitch, too. It's, it's going to be marked. Goodbye, because Hordy does so much better at stuff than nozzler. It, it is what it is. I mean, and that cartridge would do it. I think, see, where nozzler fucked up, in my opinion, and then we, yeah, we have people who work for nozzler that watch this and... I apologize, but I hope you listen to my stuff. I, I love Nozzler, except for the fact that it got way too goddamn expensive. But where they fucked up, and I'll tell you, for like first hand experience, like we've seen it ourselves. Y'all didn't let enough shit come out during the COVID days, and a lot of people dumped your fucking cartridge. Like they, they swapped something else they can get ammo for. It's like we've seen it firsthand on sales, like pre and right leading right into COVID. His fucking twenty-two dollars was one of our top sellers. Very, very sought after. Like, because the, cool, the cool thing about the twenty-two dollars is it's still a two-two-three bolt face. Uh, you don't have to have special bolt bolt care bolt face and all that bullshit. It's still two twenty-three bolt face, and it outperforms two twenty-three slightly enough enough to make it you know worth its while. I think a lot of these guys and I, and I. Some of the guys, some of our customers are used to buy $22 from us a lot. I noticed when we come back with it this year, they didn't buy nowhere near as many. So I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, you know, you know, because some of them are friends. I can ask them these questions and get honest answers. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I know we had to go up a little bit because fucking nozzle went up like extreme, extreme amount on their components over the, you know, COVID years. I was like, is it like the, because I was like, we only increased what we had to. Like, we didn't, you know, in fact, we should have increased way more. But was it the price of the ammo that scared you away? Like, what happened here? And, you know, unfortunately for us, there wasn't gap there. We didn't have $22 or ammo because we couldn't get components. We couldn't get brass. 
And they're like, no, I just got rid of it because I can't get I can't get enough ammo for this son of a bitch ever to feed my habits. And I went to six arc or I went back to a two, two, three or, you know, whatever. Like there's a lot of people that just moved on from the fucking $22 because they couldn't find ammo for it during COVID, you know? And unfortunately that's, you know, it is what it is. Like they moved on to shit they can find ammo for. And that's probably, you know, if 22 arc became a thing and it had horny behind it and horny made an, an actual enough ammo, uh, you would kill $22 in my opinion. And you would kill two, two, four Valkyrie 100% Ralph back. Cause like, you look at the twenty-two nozzler, it tops out at seventy-seven grain as well. I think they may load at eighty-five. I can't remember. I think they do. But the problem with the twenty-two nozzler is the cartridge overall length fitting it into an AR-15 magazine. Like you can't get too high of a BC projectile shoved off in it because the cartridge overall length is too long. Where that's where the Valkyrie excels, or the Arc will excel. It's because the cartridge gets fatter, but it shrinks the length so you can put a higher BC projectile in it and still fit in an AR-15 platform magazine. That makes sense? I explained that plenty good enough? Or... Yeah. But anyways, you know, it'd be cool. Like, initial reports from that video, and that's, uh, again, that's on a AR-15 platform, which is going to be, you know, you're only going to be able to do so much with that because of the, you know, uh, pressures and all that stuff. In a bolt gun... I'm going to have to, regardless of what happens with the 22 arc and I was already wanting to do it, but uh, a six arc coming along, maybe hold the horses. I was already wanting to do a 22 Grendel and a 16 inch boat gun from varmint hunting. After seeing the results that guy got and everything else, I'm definitely going to do a 22 arc in a 16 inch boat gun, but I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a little bit longer to see, uh, if Horny's flirting with it or anything like that, see if anybody's going to do anything with it. Uh, when more brass is available, because I don't have enough as is. Because what I'll do is like I'll just use you know six arc brass, you know, obviously neck it down. It'll be the easiest transition, but see if anybody's going to do anything with it. Maybe next year that'll be like a project. Like I go ahead and spin up a sixteen inch uh, twenty two arc bow gun for varmint hunting. And it'll probably be I'm I'll probably just do a ten twist right off the bat because that's that's gonna give me a lot of maybe a nine that's giving me a lot of leeway to do a lot of different things like not go too awful heavy but it's again it's probably gonna be a varmint gun a compact lightweight varmint bolt gun but anyways I think that's a good place to wrap it up what do you think <laughs> I think that Arby's has the meats <laughs> we got the meats well. I think everybody uh, probably just so tired of hearing about the six arc. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it because <laughs> a lot of people still, I mean, daily, I still answer questions about six arc. Hornady, come on with it. Fucking I Peterson. Can't wait to alpha. Bathe, bathe in the ammo. Alpha, give us some fucking brass. I love your brass. I, lo- I love the new OCD brass. I can't, can't tell you how much I love the new OCD 22 grade more brass from Alpha, which, by the way, we have some on the website and it's going fast. You better hurry up and get some if you want some. The the loadable brass that we sell. Uh, ammo is coming very soon. Uh, it's coming back again in stock very soon. We thank everyone for your continued support of AlliedMunitions.com and Ally Outdoors of Millen. 
And we thank everyone for being patient, waiting on more 22 Creed ammo. <laughs> yeah. Like people are still asking, like, what the, you know, six Creed, it'll be coming back very soon as well. Like I get a, I ask a lot of questions about that as well. Uh, six arc still being told somewhere during the summer, late summer, we're going to get brass, but they're not, it's not here yet. So I assure you as soon as we have some, it's going to be all like, I think, you know, we tried a bunch of things during the COVID years and everything else. And we, we you know, I kind of knew what was going to be popular mostly. I mean, I never imagined the six art would be as popular as it was that fast, but we tried some different calibers. Well, moving forward, the, the, the go is going to be like the most popular shit. That's what we're going to focus the most on. Like fuck everything else, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make any more boomer bullshit. Like, you know, if, if enough people ask for enough, we'll probably do like a little small batch run. But first priority is going to be like stuff like 22 Creed and six arc. When we have it, the two, two, four Valkyrie, uh, 22 knobs are people going to have to let us know. Cause like, it just died the fuck off. Like I said earlier, like a lot of people got rid of their rifles and if, you know, Unfortunately, the only brass I can get for is an awesome brass, and that makes the cost go up. So, you know, let us know. But uh, obviously, some of our 6.5 Creed deer hunt loads, those are very favored. We're going to make those 6.5 PRC stuff, 300 PRC. 7 PRC, I will start working on it as soon as I have time. Uh, you may see some available this winter. I don't know yet. I'm gonna, I'm I'm trying. I'm going to try and have some available on the website this winter but i would not hold my breath <laughs> brass still isn't like overly available like peterson's come out with theirs uh i already know like i already have a great idea how i'm gonna load that because you know it's pretty easy but yeah 22 creed six creed six arc 224 valkyrie we'll do some of our i'm probably gonna narrow it down on 222 uh 223 jesus christ two two three offerings we've tried a bunch of different stuff uh we kind of look at the data what's going to be popular probably stick to the things that people want the most and uh, our 300 blackout loads i'm going to narrow that back down like probably two offerings obviously canham's not going anywhere uh we are going to come out with a new line here pretty soon <laughs> i'm excited about that I, I love the name i love the logo it's going to be rad we have available right now on the website apparel, new apparel. Now, th this isn't one of them. I, you know, I've already wore, I think, all the new ones, except for the munitions stuff. You have a few Allied Munitions offerings. Uh, if you want to support the brand, go for it. Uh, I can tell you right now, if you order enough stuff, and I'm not going to tell you the number. If you order enough stuff, I'm going to throw in some of that shit for free. You know, that's what I'm going to do. But tph apparel and everything else there's all new apparel available on the website that shit is going pretty fast so you better jump in while you can there are hoodies but people are still even though it's summer i get it uh i'd go ahead and buy some because you know we don't want to run out again but we may i don't know we've talked about it a couple different ways we may not ever do that same design again we might or maybe we'll change the colors or whatever you know we're, we're gonna probably gonna do something along those lines but i don't know jump on there uh, get your favorites. It's all in stock. If it's on the website and you can put it in your cart, it's in stock. Uh, 
All new apparel. We added more optics. There's a lot of shit on sale right now. You just you have to go through there and find it. <laughs> like as you're looking through items, and it's part of it's some that sometimes I don't always do shit the same. I'm probably not the person that needs to be doing shit on the website. <laughs> I, I try to go back and clean it up. I'm in like number one. I don't exactly know what I'm always doing, but I'm I'm very impatient as a science computer, so I'm just like safe <laughs> but so chances are something's fucked up there it's all me but i did put a lot of stuff on sale i, I just you know so it is i want to do the newer version of it and i got to get rid of the you know the first the gen one shit before i get the gen two shit going like the scope covers we're down to like all smalls which is actually it's kind of great at the time there wasn't a huge need for smalls when i originally had those made but now the smalls fit on all the LPVOs, fantastic. So, if you're in like looking for a scope cover for the LPVOs, like they're so popular now, uh, they're on sale right now. Go get them. <laughs> it's like, and I noticed like they started taking off, which I'm basically giving away. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, I have I've been a lot of people asking for the the what I, I can't remember what we call it. Maybe the TPH Hunter Sling, the big sling. I have to order some more. You know, sorry. <laughs> we're we're out of them. Uh yeah, there's I marked a bunch of shit down the other day, like the the hand tied crappie jigs, uh <clears throat> all kinds of shit like that. There's lots of stuff on sale right now on the website. You can go check it out. There's there's still a few. Uh the after season blowout sale, like the two two three, it's gone. Uh the two forty three, like it's getting close to being gone, so you better snack up some of that. There's still a few more of the twenty two dollars or you better snag that up. But I'm saying few, like you better move. And it may not even be there by the time this podcast comes out. Again, we're adding more optics slowly. And if there's something you'd like to see, put it in the comments. Like I noticed the other day, this this kind of like and I don't know if it was on Facebook or whatever. It's kind of like I didn't know. Uh a lot of people ask for badger mounts on the website. So I'm looking into that. We can get them. Uh, we'll probably start offering a few. You know, I'm t- I'm down with that. Uh, and you know, if we get it, if we sell enough optics and we sell enough mounts and stuff like that, we'll do more with it. Like you, we just want we want our customers, which is largely people that listen to this you know podcast. There's a lot of our customers listen to it because we get y'all's emails. And if I don't respond right away, it's because I have so much other crap going on. And I will get to you as soon as I can. I'm sorry if I don't like go fast enough, but. Uh, if y'all just let us know in the comments or send us an email, like stuff you would like us to carry or you would like to see on the website, just let us know. We'll look into it for sure. And we do have lots of other cool stuff planned. Just let us know down below. I mean, that's enough branding about, you know, our number one sponsor. <laughs> Ourselves. <laughs> if you, well, and if you want to see Wade, if you want to see a video clip of Wade, you just had to bring that up. Don't you? On It's a Small World. Uh, Disney, uh, we just need to get to 10,000 subscribers. So, yeah, you hit that. Just share this to all your friends, get them to subscribe, and you'll get to see me miserable at Disney World. <laughs> I will video document every second of it. Now, you know, are we at 3K yet? I'm like right under it. No, you know, we still got some time before we get to 10K. So, you know, I thought you'd forget, but now if I'm being totally honest, I was just like, oh, what? No, no, never. No, no one else will let you. Like Mac, he's bringing it up. 
I told you. I'm, I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Like one of my life goals is to see, like, I'm just, I'm going to look over to you with a huge smile on my face on It's a Small World, and I just want to see what your face looks like. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate everyone. Uh, we appreciate all love, the kind comments, especially the kind ones Fitzy gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guy. <laughs> Notice I'm not talking much. <laughs> Way to hit a soft spot in security there, bruv. I'm glad I had you screaming at your computer. Oh my god, I love it. I love like I love the nice comments. I love the funny ones. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Kirk? He's always like first. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's. <clears throat> I said it once. I said it a million times. The worst people for hunters are not anti-hunters. It's other hunters. I love all you you hateful sons of bitches who love to talk shit. Bring it on. I don't care. <laughs> I can't, oh, it's funny. God. It's uh, hilarious. I can't wait till we do live stream so we can uh, uh, talk to some of you people. <laughs> yeah. Fire it back at you. Live streams are coming soon. Uh, you're supposed to start seeing some other studios popping up, like the one the other day. Uh, lots of things change and lots of, lots of good change. Lots of good change. Yep. Summertime. Time to change a bunch of shit. We appreciate y'all. And we'll see you next time.